Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Pixelated Podcast. I'm Patrick Reif. I'm Alex McGlynn. And today we're going to talk about what to do with all of that event data that you have collected. Right, and so to get started, um, I think it's important to recognize there's a lot of different kinds of data you can capture. We actually have a previous podcast episode that you should go listen to if you haven't uh, about the different kinds of data you can collect. Um, there's contact data, event data, user-generated content. Um, there's a whole lot of things that are going on in the, uh, the events world. Um, but we're going to start with contact data. So I think this is hopefully obvious to everyone. Um, you don't want to flood your CRM uh, with a bunch of additional data. So cross-reference the data you've collected with information you already have. Chances are a lot of the people that you've collected data from are going to be in your CRM, email marketing database, whatever it is, wherever you're adding it. So just make sure you're not adding double contacts, cross-reference it, append new data, or add new data to their uh, file. That's kind of step one right out of the gates. Yep, step two is add them to your CRM. So um, CRM is the holy grail of where your, your salespeople, probably your marketing people are going in to look at the record of, of how, where you met, how many times you've engaged with them. You wanna make sure that all of that data is as up-to-date as possible. Um, Another plug for a previous episode, if you haven't yet, I would highly advise you going and checking out uh, the episode that we have about why it is so valuable to automate all of your data directly into your CRM. If we had done that, we would have already skipped this step. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, also, just a quick note on CRM. If you don't have one, you really should. Using an Excel sheet is not the same as having a CRM. It just isn't. There's a lot of free tools out there to help you get started. Um, it's one of those things that there, it used to be really hard to do, it's not anymore, so go look into it. Um, email marketing, kind of the other side of the coin uh, with the CRM. You should have an email marketing platform. Again, there's a lot of cheap ones out there that are really, really powerful. MailChimp is the one we use. Um, adding that new contact data in there, getting them into your, um, your mailing list, uh, whether that's specifically for the conference you collected it at, uh, or maybe it's a more general one about your brand, whatever they've uh, opted into, um, and make sure they opted in uh, so you don't break any laws. Uh, whatever they've opted into, add them to those lists and make sure that you're, uh, you're emailing them appropriately. Uh, it's kind of pointless to collect data and then not reach out to people. Yeah, um, Facebook retargeting, side note, Pixie Cloud and Facebook retargeting needs to be its own breakout. I agree. So Facebook retargeting, uh, with every piece of data that you capture with every email address, you can feed all of those email addresses uh, and you can create uh, an ad set inside of Facebook and then you can retarget so you can show ads to people that you've already engaged with. Um, your, your conversion rates, your click-throughs, all of your engagement on those ads is going to be significantly better because uh, the person that you're serving them to already has a familiarity with your brand. Absolutely. Switching gears a little bit, event data. What I mean by event data is attendance percentage, um, net promoter score, survey feedback, whatever kind of event data you are collecting um, that's not just general contact info. Uh, so the first thing you should be doing with that is creating benchmarks for future events. If you've collected all this info about your uh, the event or conference you just threw, it's a really easy way to, again, lay out some ground rules for what you think uh, at minimum a successful event should be. So if you consider that an event a success, it's a great way to make some be initial benchmarks that you can modify later on. If you think it was a failure uh, and that happens, that's a good starting point for it can't ever go below this number. These are what our benchmarks 
should be. But again, it just provides you some insight into what success looks like. Um, so number two, make your client or boss uh, happy by approving it with ROI. So ROI, return on investment. Um, your, your company's spending tens of thousands of dollars to produce this event. You wanna make sure that you are bringing a multiplier of all of those dollars back in the door. Um, so by having uh, rock solid tight event data, when you go back to, to have uh, to have the proposal signed off, the spend signed off for next time, and you're able to back it up with hard data, it makes the conversation go that much easier. Yeah, and I can tell you from experience that no one wants to sit in a room uh, and try to explain to someone about all the money they made without actually being able to show ROI. Uh, so using your event data to, to back that up is kind of a no-brainer. Uh, and uh, kind of along those same lines, it helps you create future budgets and goals. So if you did overspend on your event and it happens, you know to ratchet it back next time. And if you think that spending a little bit more would have increased your ROI by just a few percentage points, it's worth having that conversation. But again, all of that is extremely difficult if you don't have data to back it up. I can tell you again from experience that finance and accounting teams want to see hard numbers. They don't care about your opinions. Um, so using uh, event data you've collected for future budgets uh, and goals, special goals, ROI, etc. Really important. It's going to make your conversations go a lot further. Yeah. So last one. Uh, decide what changes need to be made. So, uh, like everything that we do, we aim to have it get better and better each time. By having a a, a well-funded data set of exactly what transpired is going to allow you to um, make well-informed decisions about what should be deleted, uh, programs that should be expanded, uh, things that people did like, things that people didn't like. All of your opportunities to make sure that next year's conference uh, is that much better than this year's conference, it lies in, in your data set. Yeah, and so as a bonus, uh, UGC, user-generated content, there's a couple of different ways to get this. Hashtags are probably the most obvious way. Um, using things like Pixelated, Pixie Web uh, is another, or especially our shared galleries is another really easy way to uh, collect UGC. Um, and this one's really easy, just share that shit. Get it out there, get it in front of people. If you are collecting photos or tweets or comments from people and you're not repurposing it for ad campaigns, you are making a critical error. It is authentic content that shows people the value of your conference straight out of the horse's mouth. Um, there is no marketing spin to it. Again, it's just real authentic content that helps people know why your conference or event is valuable to them. Um, and again, it should be shared anywhere and everywhere. Yeah. So that brings us to the end of today's episode. Uh, before you leave, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Uh, it helps us grow our listener base, uh, as well as ensures that you are notified as soon as we publish new episodes. Um, so with that, I'm Patrick Reif. And I'm Alex McGlynn. We'll see you guys soon. Beep.